the end of the day, honestly, the people that are the most successful are the people that just didn't stop. And I think in everything you do, it gets hard and you want to quit. And so many people quit. So many people are not just going to actually like make sacrifices and grind, you know? And I think that's honestly why I'm here too. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just do this every day until I get it right. I think whatever you want to do, just keep going. Even through the bad days, like bad weeks, just do it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Golden Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mays, here in the Polar Pro Studio. Today's guest is Kelsey Johnson, who's built an Instagram following of over 160,000 followers. And of course, it's continuing to grow. She's a full-time influencer, but her career starts all the way back into her teens, where she learned photography in the darkroom in her photography class. She then started modeling and then went to work for a brand agency, learning how to work with influencers and how to build a brand. She then took that into full-time Instagram and she's been crushing it ever since. In our interview, we go over her entire career journey, how to get started as a photographer and how to build an audience using your skills that you have. Kelsey also has something that a lot of other creatives don't have, and that is organization, business sense, and knowing how to operate her creative field as a successful business. She's actually got a course coming out soon, so stay tuned to learn more about that here in the podcast. So without any further ado, let's listen in on the interview with Kelsey. So we're here with Kelsey Johnson. Thanks Hello. for coming in. Thanks for having me. Friend of the show. Uh, you're friends with Ryan and uh, Brayden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we've had on the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're happy to have you as well now. Well, thank you. And thank uh, you. you hail from uh, NorCal, but I you're do. currently residing in Seattle. Exactly. And you're here for like holiday stuff and yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of doing the California tour of friends and family. Yeah, so thanks That's for good. coming in. Yeah, of course. We have an AMA, I think, that we did on your Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, a little one. So mm -hmm. we'll get to that later. Cool. We're also going to talk Talk about your photography journey and how it's led you to making uh, an online course as well. Yeah. But first, let's talk about your travel because you've been all over the place. It's been a lot recently. In I've the got best a, way. some yeah. of your recent trips that I have listed here are China, Turkey, Jordan, New England for fall, mm -hmm. uh, and New York, and then uh, Saudi Arabia, which yes. is crazy. Yeah. So uh, tell me about these last couple of trips and then. Uh, and then we'll get into how you started your career. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the past few months just kind of, I thought I'd have more breaks and then I just kind of <laughs> like took off. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to go to China for forever. China's been top Those of are first my time? list. Yeah, never been. Um, I just randomly like three years ago, I found some random tiny photos on the internet and like just horribly pixelated. Like you can't mm -hmm. even tell what's going on, but it looks so cool. Like I knew there was some crazy stuff in yeah. Southeastern China. And I know I had to make, like find my way there somehow. Somehow, so yeah, I ended up going there for most of August. Wow. Then I had a couple of friends that wanted to do Turkey and Jordan, so I just flew straight there. <laughs> wow. I did that for like a month. Yeah. And then I thought I was gonna have a couple weeks off, and then I got this gig in the Caribbean shooting for Condé Nast and the New Yorker. So I ended up going to Guadeloupe or the Guadeloupe Islands. Wow. I'd never heard of them, but they're really cool. Where's that? Um, it's kind of like the southern part of the Caribbean. They're technically owned by France, like French. Mm. French Creole culture, mm -hmm. um, but they're really cool. Wow. Went there and then had to head straight to the East Coast for a couple gigs out there. Wow. And had like, I think a week off and then I ended up going to Saudi Arabia last minute for another gig. So, okay. <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah, you know, whatever casual. Yeah, so I mean, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, they've kind of recently opened up tourism and stuff. Yeah, about, is that right? About a month ago was yeah. when the tourist visa opened. And um, yeah, you've had 
like I've I have listed here that you've had a little bit of like <laughs> kickback on that. Do you want to talk about that? Or? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think people are just curious, and I think Saudi Arabia has really blown up in the news recently because mm-hmm. I mean, politics wise, it's not great there. Yeah, they're a country that has really never been really like seen by the Western world or mm-hmm. had that kind of culture clash before. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was really interesting to see how fast the culture is changing there. Yeah. And I think I was really curious to go, A, to just see that and yeah. be able to experience a place like that that no one's been able to see before. And also, I think that if they really want to become more progressive and change, that's only going to happen if they're exposed to other cultures in the Western world. Yeah. You know, I think I've been noticing a lot that this term of cultural boycotting has been coming up um, with places like that. And I just don't believe in that should be a thing. I know. How are we all going to become people unless you talk to each other? Just set aside the politics. Yeah. These are human beings. And the thing that I've been to Africa multiple times and in Mm -hmm. some of those places, it's really bad too with the politics. But when you meet people face to face, they're loving, kind people. Oh, exactly. And I'm sure, I mean, did you experience that? Like, oh yeah, you get all this kickback, but then the truth is, is like you witnessed and it got you experience the life of those people. Yeah. And they're amazing people. Absolutely. Like going into it, it was a paid partnership. I told them right away, like, I'm not going to say anything I don't believe. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to go experience this place. And of course, I try to always focus on positives, but I'm not going to lie, you know, not for a paid gig. I don't care Mm -hmm. what it is. Like, I just won't do it. It's good. Um, But there, honestly, was the most welcoming place I've ever been. Mm. I couldn't believe how kind people were. Everyone, because they don't see tourists. They walk up to you like, welcome to Saudi Arabia. Like, is there anything I can do for you? Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you mean? (laughs) You know, like, hello. Yeah. Um, Everyone was incredibly kind. I couldn't believe it. It felt so safe. There was a day that me and another girl on the trip, we went off on a trip on our own Mm -hmm. with like a driver from there without Mm -hmm. the whole press trip crew. You know, we didn't have the whole posse. (laughs) And it was totally safe. We couldn't believe how comfortable we were there. Um, so it was nice to be able to see that and just realize that you, you can't always believe what's in the media. Yeah. Isn't that place. interesting? I mean, I'm sure we can talk more about this as we learn more about your career, but yeah. as you've gone to all these places, seeing different countries and getting firsthand experience like that, mm-hmm. when you're in conversation with people here at home about other places and they're complaining about this, this or that, mm-hmm. it's just weird to have that perspective, right? Cause mm-hmm. you're like, you know, the truth of a lot of it like you you when you see real poverty it really mm-hmm. puts you in your place and you oh, realize how, how blessed we are yeah. in western culture yeah like, i didn't choose to be born in america yeah but i can't feel guilty about that but i need to be like you know humble and like i don't know kind about it yeah you absolutely know? i think it gives you more compassion too yeah, exactly. just for people that aren't like you exactly you know i i don't think you can really fully understand someone until you've talked to them yep so it's it's been really cool to be able to go around the world, especially this year, and just have more yeah. like knowledge about everyone and where they're coming from. That's it's awesome. Been really, really cool. Well, thanks for talking yeah. about that. Yeah, I know it's a you know a hot button topic. Oh, I'm always but... down. <laughs> <laughs> so you um so you you actually worked in PR, running mm-hmm. influencer marketing campaigns for four years. I did. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I well I've done photo pretty much my whole life, just not professionally, not seriously. Um. And when I was graduating college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And randomly, someone was just like, oh, I think you'd be good at PR. I was like, great, I'm going to do that. I had no idea what it meant. What is PR? Yeah, I had no idea. I just showed up at this internship once uh-huh. and then this job that I got. Um, and first, it was mostly traditional media relations, which is literally like contacting journalists to cover mm-hmm. your client. Um, and then my first big client was Lego. Like oh, toy. nice. Yeah, it was cool. 
Um, and they didn't really do a big influencer push at all. Mm. And I was getting really into the scene, like the Instagram scene in San Francisco, yeah. which was really big back in the day with Insta Meets and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so this is when you were living in, in San SF. Francisco. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of came to my company and I was like, you guys are missing a huge opportunity here. Like we mm -hmm. need to be doing this. And eventually mm -hmm. took a lot of convincing, but they were like, okay, fine. Well, you're going to run it. Like you're going to nice. create it and run the program. I was like, really? Wow. I was like 23, you know, I had no idea what yeah. I was doing. Um, so I started there, ended up moving to a bigger agency eventually, was on their influencer team. I was kind of more the photographer voice of reason, I guess you would mm. say. Like people were doing really good work, but no one had that photo experience. So it was mm. good to be able to come in. And I knew a lot of people already in the industry because that's how I was making friends. I was shooting on the weekend. So wow. it kind of all came together in a weird way. Well, then let's talk about your photography background. Yeah. I mean, you didn't just start there. I mean, what was your journey into photography? Oh my gosh, I think I've been shooting... I mean, just for fun since I was like 10. Wow. You know, I had like a Nikon cool pics, this little yeah. like, turquoise little camera. I'd like mm -hmm. bring it on family vacation, <laughs> you know, like I thought it was big time. Heck yeah. Uh, so I've always been taking photos. Um, I took photo in high school, started off with a film, developing mm -hmm. in the darkroom there, took digital wow. there as well. That's um, cool. Your school did that. Yeah. I had a great photo teacher. It was awesome. I love I loved that class. Yeah. High school. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I really lucked like out. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we had that. I really lucked out. That's um, cool. And then I got signed to a modeling agency in San Francisco. Wow. So I did that professionally for As a team? four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I just turned 17. Um, so I was like ditching class to go to like runway <laughs> shows, you know, casual, whatever. Was that like, did that, was that fun to be like, hey, I got to go model real quick. I'm I kept it under wraps, honestly, out. a little oh, really? bit. It I wasn't just didn't the, really uh, want to be like the talk of the town, you know? Yeah, I guess the, uh, yeah. the I've run into a couple of people that like, I know some people that work at my local Starbucks, for mm -hmm. example, and they're mm -hmm. in high school. And I was like, so what's it like being in high school in 2019? And he's like, all the girls are Instagram models. And oh, I bet. Like, I bet. This is before Instagram is even a thing. Yeah. You know? I can't believe how Can you changed. imagine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were keeping it a secret, whereas yeah. nowadays it's like, I've got a million followers. Oh, you need the clout now. Yeah. You need the clout it's the TikTok and Instagram yeah, now. So. Exactly. But anyway, so you were doing that on the, mm -hmm. on the side in high school. Yeah. Your parents mm -hmm. were driving you to stuff? Or? Yeah, for a while until I was like, I, I have a car now. I'm going to do it myself. And <laughs> they were like freaking yeah. out. Yeah, they were not happy um so yeah i did that for a while and then i took a year off after high school just to pursue modeling full-time decided that wasn't what i well, you took to a do. year off from high school after high school okay Sorry. i was like yeah how do you just <laughs> no. i wish i knew I about that i decided not to yeah no, no 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 as soon as i graduated gotcha. i ended up on a plane to greece to model wow and realized that's actually when i realized it wasn't what i wanted to do mm. the industry has its positives but also its negatives yeah and that's when i went back to school mm. And just kind of did PR and did other things. But I think those two things, photography and modeling together, mm -hmm. have really... And then obviously also the PR mm -hmm. influencer marketing uh, experience. Mm -hmm. That couldn't be a more better combo for oh, what you're doing now. Oh, it's perfect for what I'm doing now. And um, yeah. I think a lot of people will make a quick judgment on uh, a lot of Instagrammers. If you, I know that people hate mm -hmm. that term, but it's just it what people what call it now. Yeah. I used to say it's not a drone, it's a quadrocopter. <laughs> so you're PRing it. Yeah, you got so it. <laughs> it's like no, it's it's yeah. a called a drone now. But um, but you have all this experience. You're not just standing in front of a pretty setting and just mm -hmm. taking a photo. Like you understand composition, you understand uh, lighting, you understand also how to market, how to be an influencer and mm -hmm. make a business out of it. You could be doing all the right things in terms of the photo it, itself but if you don't know how to market it how to grow how to network mm -hmm. then it's it's not going to happen so yeah, all yeah, that exactly. experience like couldn't be a better 
combination. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. I don't think, I think every single experience I've had so far in life has really helped me with mm. where I am today. You know, I wouldn't regret any of it or wouldn't change any of it because like, yeah, I think I've been as successful as I have so far because of every single experience in those little areas. Are there um, things about your modeling yeah. experience as a team that you still think about or come up as you're taking photos and stuff? Um, or not so much? I think just learning how to be in front of a camera was really, mm -hmm. really important. And that was the first time I really started to understand light, which mm -hmm. you know is so important. But when you're on camera, it's you're thinking of it differently yeah. as to where where's light hitting your face? Like, which way should I be facing? All these like little things that are mm -hmm. hard to remember when you're trying to remember so much. Mm -hmm. um, I think that'll help me a lot. And just the self-confidence of That's it. That's cool. I was such a shy child. I was so anxious. <laughs> you and don't then seem I started, shy. And not anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I started modeling. And you just have to be in front of people and you have to be okay with that and be okay yeah. with yourself. And I think it helped me a lot in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, if you're a performer in any sense, whether I would even consider like YouTubers are performers. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you doing this on Instagram, even if you're a photographer, a lot there's a lot of photographer and influencers who have themselves on camera mm -hmm. they don't think about it but they're a performer they're a model mm -hmm. in that sense so understanding yeah. how to be in front of the camera not be awkward and like yeah be cool with it and yeah just takes experience yeah so. i mean it's kind of a bummer because i do think in this industry people are like oh she's just a model or oh mm -hmm. they just model but like that's a skill in itself it even is. if i mean i'm a photographer too but oh yeah but still, I think we tend to just brush that aside. But mm -hmm. like, you're still creative. It's still a skill set. You still have to practice Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I did a I shoot uh, with a guy who was on the show, Drew Photo, uh, Drew okay. Chanelli. Okay. And uh, he had a model come out and we did a shoot and I filmed him like behind the scenes. Yeah. And I've never actually worked uh, in that. Like, I've always just done like... Uh, you know freelance kind of filmmaking mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. so i've never actually worked with a model in a photography setting mm -hmm. and it was crazy i met the girl she was really sweet really nice like totally mm -hmm. normal like and then yeah. as soon as we started taking the pictures she just went boom yeah. and i was like whoa <laughs> you look like a model now it's weird but huh? like when i was talking to her and like she was just normal yeah i mean not that models aren't normal, aren't normal but... it was just like the faces and the poses and it's like every oh, yeah. click that happens she's going you to move. another one mm -hmm. you know your angles and exactly. i was like wow that's yeah. that's a pro that's like a professional mm -hmm. and that's a real skill yeah yeah it's, it's, it's cool it's different than photo but yeah it's cool to be able to have a concept of both i guess so um yeah. your creative approach you seem to kind of specialize in uh doing photography with interaction between people and their environments mm -hmm. often you include yourself other mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. um tell me about just your creative approach when you yeah. take photos um i think for me it always comes from a place of storytelling, even going back to PR. You know, we'd always say we're storytellers at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm really trying to evoke an emotion out of my work and some sort of at least a piece of the story behind it or just something in it that I can start talking to in the caption or the blog post or whatever else I'm putting with it. Um, and I think I found the best way to do that with showing a place is putting a person in it. And a lot of times mm -hmm. that ends up being me, honestly, mm -hmm. just because I know kind of what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always I've always thought about putting myself or somebody, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, in the early days, I really wanted to do self-portrait work and do more like fine art stuff like that. And the, it's just kind yeah. of like evolved into what I do now. Um, That's like uh, Sorel Amor. We had her on. Oh, cool. Do you know who she is? She's, no, 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 no. She call, um, she's the selfie queen is what... Uh, oh amazing call i have to look her but up. she's um she does like advanced selfies or is what yeah. she calls it mm -hmm. and it's it is kind of portraiture but she does it all herself and uh it's exactly that and that's it's what really you're fun doing to do. yeah yeah i mean now i usually like collaborate with a lot of photographers mm -hmm. that i just know really well and we work together really well um 
But that's where I started was wow. from that aspect. And I think, you know, these places that so many people have visited, so many people have shot and they're mm -hmm. beautiful for a reason. There's a reason people take photos of them. But like at a certain point, how do you make them your own? Yeah. And I realized that adding a human element that I could put myself in it mm -hmm. really can I can be more creative in that way. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, just kind of ran with it recently. So yeah. back to like your journey, um, yeah. the PR thing was going on. You you kind of raised in ranks and worked at this other place. Yeah. What yeah. happened after that? Like uh, about August of last year. So I guess almost a year and a half. I just got so burnt out, honestly, from mm -hmm. office life. I mean, I learned yeah. a lot. It was great. I had amazing coworkers, super smart people, but I was just tired of going to yeah. the office every day, <laughs> honestly. Like, oh, yeah. just over it. And I was always a negative PTO. I was always taking too many vacations because I was yeah. just traveling, doing photo on the side. You know? What's PTO? Paid time off. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so I just, I don't know. I was just ready for a change. Yeah. So I just kind of so quit, quit. Just did this. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, while you were there, were you building your following and stuff on the I side? I was. It was pretty slow then, though. I, I quit when I had 37,000 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the work I was doing was commercial, more commercial photo work mm -hmm. at the time. Um, Less but, of you in it, just more yeah. photography Yeah, and I still do, like, commercial work for products and stuff yeah, on the road. Yeah, sure. Um, some, but I was doing mostly that, mm -hmm. and... And I figured, honestly, I could just travel off savings for a while and go back to yeah. go back to another PR job if I needed to. It just kind of yeah. worked out somehow. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Sometimes it requires the that kind of leap of faith or whatever to oh, kind of just go mm -hmm. get it. Because when you don't have that backup plan, which in your case was a full time job mm -hmm. and a paycheck, mm -hmm. uh, it's like okay, well, I have these some savings, but I, mm -hmm. that's going to go away. So like, yeah, I, I have to make some money. Yeah. So yeah, you just yeah. go after it. I mean, what were, what happened? First off, when I quit my job uh, working at a corporate place, the first thing I did, I think, is I like I just took like a week off. <laughs> I was like, Chilled. I'm just gonna like celebrate this yeah. for a while. <laughs> I did the opposite. I, I you was, just like, went for it. I know. I was like, I need to be productive. Like this is not a vacation. Like I yeah. need to be like my own business. And I yeah. like freaked out. Did so much work the first day. Drank way too much coffee. Like it was horrible. Like, it was so, so you went, bad. you went after it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, that. okay, it's okay. I can calm down a little bit and just like be a human. It's yeah. Fine. Well, it's funny when I was, so when I was at a company, I was also doing YouTube on the side and growing my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And I was like super hardcore passionate. All I would talk about at the office was my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And all I would do is like, I work full time for YouTube and then part time here. Because I was like spinning. <laughs> You're that guy. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I would bring my lunch and edit during my lunch break. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as five o'clock hit, I would stay late and shoot a video. That's and cool. like, I was like obsessed with not I don't want my identity to be, to be that I job. work here. <laughs> and so, and I was like, man, I, if only I had eight hours a day, like free, man, I'd do so much. And then I mm -hmm. quit and like, I just like, wait a minute. Eh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, like, I'll I'll just do like four or five hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> so works. it ended up working. I have a wife and a kid too. So like it, that also comes into play, but yeah. And having the freedom with a kid is great. Cause we can oh, have play dates and all so that nice. kind of stuff. But, yeah. um, but anyways, when you jumped in full-time freelance, full-time mm -hmm. self-employed, mm -hmm. What what was your game plan after that initial like week or two? Of well, I had already started lining up trips before I quit. Smart. Um, mostly sponsored. So yeah, almost everything was sponsored, and the other ones were just friends I already mm -hmm. knew that were doing it in the industry. Um, that I know I could do like cheaply. You know, I slept yeah. in a lot of cars in yeah. my time. <laughs> I did a lot, a lot of camping. Did you still live in San Francisco? I gave up my apartment when I quit my job because the rent's yeah. so crazy. I was gonna say, like, yeah. you, how do you live out there? So I was just like on the road full time for wow. about a year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I mean, which was awesome. Eventually, you kind of want to calm hey, down. Hey, mom. Yeah. <laughs> How was that Hi. phone conversation? Oh, my God. I quit I'm my so job and I live in a van. Her. I told her like the week before because I've been meaning to tell her for months because I planned this for a while. Yeah. And I was so nervous to do it. I, I just mm. like the week before I just told her. And yeah. I think she realized she just kind of had to. She's really supportive now. She's super happy. Yeah. But at first, that's not something you want to hear. It's hard. Know? I mean, of course, it's yeah. hard to not be supportive of your kid, but also like you want to protect them. And security oh, yeah. is always the thing that exactly. a lot of parents want for their kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you kind of you you work a lot with other people. You seem to collaborate with others. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, we mentioned uh Braden and yeah. uh, Ryan. Yeah. Um, how do you like how did you end up meeting all these people? How do you collaborate with them? What's kind of the yeah. the deal with that? Um in the beginning or even now, a lot of times it's just you know, you have your friends and it's the friends of friends and stuff, mm-hmm. but on top of that, whenever I go anywhere, even if I am already have the people I'm shooting with, I try to find a couple people there that mm. do what I do in this little Instagram game we play. Like in the location you're going? Yeah, that they live there. They happen to be there. That's cool. And then I just try to meet up with a couple people. Yeah. I, I, that's probably my favorite part about doing this is that I get to meet people over, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I get to have friends everywhere. Yeah. Which I think is so special, especially as an adult. I feel like it's so hard to <laughs> make friends in normal life. You know, <laughs> yeah. I get to just like hit up people on an app. Yeah, you don't go out. to school all day, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So it's been awesome that way. So honestly, like just, I don't know, I just reach out. Yeah. It's worked out. I've been on a lot of trips with people I didn't know and I just assumed it was going to work out and it almost always does. Mm-hmm. Everyone's pretty cool, really, honestly. <laughs> that's so, awesome. It's been really good. Um, I noticed that with uh, a lot of your photos, if you're not taking it yourself, you do credit other people that mm-hmm. you work with, but then you also mention that, that it's your own edits. Yeah. So I'm curious about like that workflow. Do you hand yeah. them your camera? Do they just give you their files? Like, how it depends does that who work? I'm working with. In general, um, I prefer to shoot on Canon now just because yeah. the color profile. Yes. I love the Canon color profile. I'm glad you're saying this because like yeah. I was looking over this with Paul, our producer who yeah. brought you on. I was like, because he said, I know that other people take your photos. I was like, but they look consistent. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Everybody shoots on Sony. Yeah. Which is crazy because the skin tones are terrible. But yeah, yeah. Um, your photos don't look like Sony. They So I was like, she's definitely probably shooting on Canon. Most of the time Canon. Um, I have a Canon like, and I I will sometimes shoot with that with people if they yeah. don't have a Canon on it, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because, I don't know. But you don't, want to get, you don't want to get in that argument. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. And, I mean, I've used Sony's a ton in the past, too. Like, yeah, I don't have yeah. a problem with doing anything. And they have um, great dynamic range and stuff. I think for oh, landscapes, the Sony's are amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, especially the sensor is so good. Low light, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. You can't beat it. But, um, but yeah, sometimes so they'll them, be theirs. You, you hand them the camera, basically. Sometimes, or theirs, if it makes more sense. Um, But ahead of time, if we're going to collaborate, I just try to make sure for Cole sharing files. Yeah. That, you know, we have that kind of trust built up and that mm-hmm. they're okay with me editing them how I want to. Kind of. How's that conversation yeah. go? I most people are pretty chill because I mean, You're just like, hey, uh, so I'm, you know, yeah, I'll take some for you if you take some for me. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. and sometimes like it's so collaborative, especially when you're on trips. Like we're helping each other shoot client work. Yeah. Maybe they need photos themselves. Like whatever it is, it's so collaborative to that point mm-hmm. that it never feels like this is yours and this is mine or like oh like create a vision. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. just like okay, we're just gonna create something that's awesome. cool together, and that's it's been really cool that way. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um. So your fashion, does it, like, how does your fashion dictate your composition and vice versa? For example, the red dress series. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, the red dress thing oh, was so long ago. Um, I was <laughs> We're really, digging deep. Here. I know. I was like, why don't you do your research? <laughs> um, I was really inspired by, have you heard of Elizabeth Elizabeth God or Lizzie God? I have it written here? down here. Oh, you do? There we <laughs> yeah. go. She's so cool. But I haven't heard oh, my herself. gosh. Oh, you should look her up. She's really, really cool okay. stuff. Um, she starts, she only does self, like fine art self portraits wearing mm. dresses like that. And when I was starting and I didn't really know what I was doing, I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I booked this trip to Iceland back when Iceland was wow. like new, like 2016. <laughs> back when Iceland it was new. <laughs> okay. So Iceland's been around for like a thousand, like thousands of years. But <laughs> it's only now that we. Our little social media. World. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean uh, though. Yeah. Now it's so like, funny. oh, so and so's in Iceland. Who, oh, yeah. Who Iceland. cares? I've been to Iceland five times. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. But yeah, and I just really wanted to shoot that there. I've, I've it's so funny you say that because yeah. like I've had thoughts like oh I should go do a shoot out there and then and then it really crosses my mind like eh but it's so cool though I want to go back I've never been it. oh it's so. so cool honestly like I mean there's the tourist spots but like if you go in the highlands if you mm -hmm. go to like the way far east oh yeah. it's so amazing yeah yeah, yeah, I love yeah. It. so the red dress series anyways yeah. so, so um what did you learn from doing that and then did you kind of like get out of well doing that, it's or not what? that I ever really meant to get out of it it just it didn't fit the places that I were going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never wanted to just keep shooting it, just have photos posts on Instagram. And I yeah. really would love to bring it back someday, but I wanted to be the right place. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was traveling to a lot of very, like, barren Scandinavian places where yeah. I thought that made sense, where it's, like, weird. You know what I mean? To have this, like, super cold, barren, dark place and this, like, crazy I love girl the contrast of doing it. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll bring it back eventually, I think. But... But yeah, I think it was just really it's hard fun to travel with it, I guess. Huh? Yeah, it's fine. I always bring clothes, you know, yeah. like whatever I need for that place. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it was really fun. So it was cold. It was really cold. I but bet. Really <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I was going to say Iceland yeah. in a dress. Yeah. It sounds like torture. Um, so what are some tips that you would have for uh, aspiring kind of photographers, Instagrammers who yeah. want to collaborate with other people. What like I mean, I think you just naturally are good at like uh meeting I people. Guess. You're very friendly and okay. outgoing. <laughs> so that's number one, yeah. be outgoing. But like wh like well, what are some I think it's two things if we're being really honest, like really blunt here. I think one, like you need to be shooting and show that you're, yeah. you're really in the game because especially when you're traveling with people you need to know that they're down for that photo schedule those mm -hmm. early morning sunrise calls like that kind of stuff so you yeah. need to already kind of have the body of work to be able to collaborate with people from mm -hmm. that sense so go create right yeah away. exactly just go go shoot your stuff yeah. um so there's that and then i think what i started to notice is you know of course people don't want people to just hang out with them because they have followers on instagram right like yeah. no one wants people to like use them for something this yeah, stupid feels as icky. a number yeah so i don't know i feel like it feels a lot more authentic when i'm somewhere and i'm like hey you want to grab a beer like i'm in town mm -hmm. we'd love to meet you yeah and if you just meet people that way, then it's not, it's less about the yeah. whole Instagram game or like, you know, yeah, don't even, let's collab, you know, it's, it's, yeah, don't make it just, about that. Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. And if it works out then great, shoot mm -hmm. together, maybe don't, whatever. But I think it's more about making those connections, Absolutely. not about having photos put on an app. So true. I've yeah. definitely experienced that where it's like, I just want to be friends with this person and don't, you can't expect anything. If anything, mm -hmm. I want to give more than I'm receiving or whatever. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. just serve other people and be like, hey, let's hang out. I'll shoot for you if you want, you know? Yeah. And that's a good and way to get your helpful. foot in the door. Yeah. Because absolutely. if you shoot for free for them or whatever and they like the work, then you guys become friends. And yeah. it's like, you know, you yeah. never know what could happen. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you sure. do anything for free when you were starting out? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first, I think I had like 3000 followers and I got a wooden watch and nice. I was like, 
I can get free stuff from this. Like I was in that age and that yeah. era. Um, and I did a couple other projects for free. Like if it's a cool place, sometimes I'll go places for, for trade if it's like a press trip. Um, now I try not to do anything for free, but I think sure. it's important to be able to build up your portfolio. Yeah. You know, I can't knock it, honestly. Cause, exactly. Because you need to start somewhere. That's kind of the yeah. the message that I've heard from a lot of people coming in mm -hmm. uh, for this podcast is like, yeah. you want to put the work out that you want to do, mm -hmm. hide the things you don't want to do, but oh, yeah. pay the bills mm -hmm. with. Yeah. And then uh, that may mean that you're going to pull out your credit card and maybe even spend money yeah. to have a portfolio. And that's, and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Like you want to shoot cars? Well, rent a cool car mm -hmm. and go shoot it somewhere cool. Like exactly. You can't shoot something unless you can prove that you've already shot it well. Yep. So just invest in yourself it seems so simple but it's uh, sometimes people are like i want to do this yeah. i'm just gonna wait around for that to happen yeah no you got to just do it especially yeah. as a freelancer exactly like, take it on absolutely yeah. um so gear talk you've mentioned it a little bit i'm a total nerd so mm -hmm. we can go into this for hours <laughs> sure. but so you you do shoot on canon i do now mm -hmm. okay so now what, what does that mean are you on the a6000 on the sony i was the only person i swear i saw on the dslr sony's oh really like a the a9 mark ii the yeah. A99? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a good camera for certain things. It just wasn't working for what I was doing. Sure. It's pretty um, big. Yeah. It's also huge. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I shot those for so long. Just because nice. I'd always shot Sony's and I yeah. just kept upgrading. And then eventually I was like, okay, I love shooting on Canon's. I like yeah. their whole like setup better. Do you like DSLRs tones. more than mirrorless? I do, which is it seems like it's it. weird. Because the EOS R yeah. has the same sensor as the 5D4. Yeah, although I do love the EOS R. Honestly, yeah. I was or shooting on it recently. EOS or whatever. EOS, yeah. is that what it is? Really? I, so the Canon people, I, I did an interview with them. Yeah. And they were like, it's yeah. pronounced EOS. Oh. I'm like, that sounds kind of dorky. That's I'm not going to call it EOS. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. Yeah. It makes you sound like you're saying Pokemon instead of Pokemon. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was always like, why does Ash Ketchum call it Pokemon? <laughs> it's like the He doesn't even know what he's doing. Yeah. Did you know po um, uh, Ash Ketchum was voiced by a female? No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. <sighs> That's something I should know, too. I love Pokemon. Isn't Pokemon great? Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> so 5D4, although yeah. you may be tempted to switch to the EOS R. EOS R? And yeah, no, no, I yeah. will say this, the EOS, uh, the RF mm -hmm. system now is completely like they've got the, the Trinity is out now. So you've got 15 to 35, mm -hmm. 28 with IS, mm -hmm. 24 to 70, 28 with IS, mm -hmm. 7200, 28 with yeah. IS. And they're yeah. all smaller. They're all slightly lighter. They're good. They're, they're good. sharp as crazy. They're really, really good. The 512 RF is like insane. Yeah. But they're also each lens, I think, is like over two grand. So it's well, like ridiculous. Yeah, there's always that. But uh, yeah, I might switch over eventually. But there's And you get the about... flip screen. Okay, that's true. And also the live viewfinder when mm -hmm. you're looking through the viewfinder is so nice. Mm -hmm. Um See? Wow, I'm already sold. Wow, I guess I'm getting you. my camera, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same sensor, but it's got a new yeah. processor, so it's it's better the yeah. noise performance is better than mm -hmm. yours. But anyways. Well it's good. It's good. I was a little worried about the weather ceiling. But I haven't That's heard anyone have any, any issues with it. It's sealed. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. And then apparently, like, if you just start investing in the RF system in terms of the lenses, like, they're going to continue upgrading the bodies. Mm -hmm. And the R already is considered, like, not even... It's like it's not in the 1DX territory. It's mm -hmm. kind of more of, like, mm -hmm. uh, maybe almost like a 6D kind of yeah. level. Yeah. So they still... I don't know why they... They should have launched it with this and then also, like, a high-end pro body, but I just mm -hmm. don't think they were ready, so... Um, I think they were trying to catch up to Sony. We'll honestly, see. In the I know. Every, seriously. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah. 
Sony's crushing it. I mean, every yeah. six months they have a new camera out. And they've been doing really good, I feel like, on their marketing and the community oh, yeah. outreach, which they're I the think only... other companies haven't even tried as yep. nearly as hard. So. They're the only company that really embraces the like YouTuber yeah. influencer space. That they really, yeah. And that's why they've taken over. Yeah, I've seen Canon so. do like a little bit online, but Sony's done those huge live events mm-hmm. like in LA, SF, that kind of stuff. In a couple weeks, you're actually releasing an online video workshop. Can you tell me about I that? Am. Yeah. Um, it's called Live Your Dreams, which is really cheesy, but I just couldn't think of a good name for it, honestly. Um, well, it's like over, it tells the story of what yeah. the product's going to help I guess you so. do. I hope so. You know, yeah. um, over a year ago, I just kind of decided that I wanted to come out with this um, more so because I think there's so many cool, creative people that are super talented, but they've just never had the exposure to the business side like mm-hmm. I have. Like, I'm really lucky that I had to do, like, deal with legal and deal with contracts and do all this stuff um, working in PR that um, a lot of these people haven't had, like, people that are really young that have maybe never worked in an office. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just decided I wanted to put some sort of material out there for people to be able to use. Yeah. Um, And so many people have been really successful with the photo workshops, and that's Mm -hmm. awesome, but I don't really think anyone's fully tackled the business side because it's not as, you know, it's it's fun. It's not sexy. It's not glitzy. So um, I'm just going in on it. And I hope I hope people will like it. Honestly, I hope I can help some people. I think it's very yeah. needed. I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. You know? <laughs> no, I'll pay it's you all for good. it. <laughs> I want it because um, as I think honestly, it, maybe you like. Do you think are you good at business stuff? Like, do you I love like the it? Business side, you like bookkeeping and your schedule honestly, and yeah. taxes. I don't know, I'm weird. Wow, I love you're like a stuff. you're a creative anom- anomaly. It's very odd. No, it's. I mean, you're you're gonna crush it. Yeah, Some of the know. best uh, people at anything are good at both of those things um often you do find stereotypically that creatives are terrible at those things Mm -hmm. and they hate schedules and bookkeeping and all that and i'm i fall into that category and i recently just hired a bookkeeper and it's been amazing oh nice and i think it's important to like uh figure out if be self-aware enough to realize Mm -hmm. that if you're somebody who struggles with these things this is going to be the perfect course because you're coming at it from a creative perspective it's Mm -hmm. not just a guy in in a suit uh with a green screen oh yeah teaching it like it's you like you you're creative and you're already doing it so it's the perfect product i think you got a great idea well thank you i'm glad you like it um i'm excited yeah my editor just sent me the the first rev of the videos last night so i'm getting really excited on it um how can people find out about it and like stay tuned for that um uh if you sign up on my blog it'll have you on my newsletter and i'm gonna push it out that way it'll be on my instagram stories what's your blog's website what's the url it's called adventureginger.com nice (laughs) i went this straight like blogger route with that one i love Um, it so there's that or just on my Instagram, I'll be pushing it out okay, really, cool. really soon. Do you have a release date or is it still kind of ETA? Uh, or like I, a my goal work in is progress? before Christmas. Like I really oh, wow. want it to come out this year. Okay. Um, but wow, I just said that out loud. I'm committing. So it's coming out in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, like early January would be perfect yeah. for mm-hmm. like the new year. Yeah, new year, new me, you know. So, um, so yeah, I think it'll be really good. It's been a long time coming. I'm excited to finally what, put it out in the world. Can you give me like a... A, a little cliff notes of it on yeah. the podcast to tease people to get them oh, to buy yeah, it of course um so the way i have it set up is from like you deciding that you might want to do this kind of career and i try to go from both aspects of commercial photo mm-hmm. and from the influencer perspective because i've really done 50 50 for such mm-hmm. a long time um do you recommend that I do because I think you always want to diversify where your income's coming from, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you like brand sponsorships, people aren't into paying people to post on Instagram, but everyone's always going to need photos of their product, of their new yeah. products. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's always important to be able to do both. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it basically starts from there and like just from the basis of like, how do you want to grow your account? How do you travel without having a lot of money? Even stuff like that mm. and going through like, wow. what should you be working on when you still have your full-time job? These are like the secrets to... I, I put them all out wow. there. Yeah, yeah I would take them. Um, so <laughs> I really start from even like the basis of that. And then it goes all the way to like what I'm doing now. Like, how do you do your taxes? Like yeah. as a freelancer, what do you have to deal with for like even like health insurance? Like the boring stuff no one wants to deal with that... Those are the questions I had when I started. I'm like, cool, mm -hmm. I shoot. Like, I've worked in business, so I know how to talk to companies. But, like, how do I just function as a business? Mm -hmm. um, so it goes even down to that. Um, so I'm really trying to cover as much as I can. Wow. In 15 videos. So, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm excited. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, of I course. Want it. Of course. <laughs> um, so, I mean, gosh, you've only really been serious about this for a year and a half yeah. in terms of uh, on Instagram. Yeah. What is this? What has this journey been like over the last year and a half? It's like, been wild. If you look back on it. It's been honestly the best time of my life. But it feels longer than a year and a half, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It actually does. I feel like I've been doing this forever now. <laughs> like I can't imagine what I yeah. used to do. Um, Yeah, it's been amazing. I think just to have the flexibility that I can go almost wherever I want mm -hmm. is insane. Yeah. Like, I feel very lucky. Like, I worked really hard, but it's so cool to be able to do oh, yeah. what I do. Like, I feel like I have the best job in the world, honestly. So, yeah. it's been really good. What do you What do? you Because do, um, I've heard this a lot from multiple people, you know, and you even mentioned diversifying your income. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about that in terms of Instagram? Like, do you diversify into other social <laughs> media platforms? Have you tried YouTube or Twitter I'm, or TikTok I'm or anything like that? dabbling in it. I do have a TikTok now. Just, Heck yeah. I just thought it was fun, honestly. It is fun. I was like, I just want to see what's going to blow up on here, you know? I think I'm up to like 60K on there, but I haven't done any monetized anything yet there I think yet. you're... Um, I think your yeah. workshop is a is a step in the right direction. I think I always wanted something that I could own mm -hmm. and that I could push out under my brand that wasn't in control by any other company, you know? Yeah. So I just knew if I if I sold something myself, I wanted it to be a product that I really stood behind, mm -hmm. which is why I didn't like jump in right away on the preset game or anything like that. Like maybe someday, you know, yeah. I feel like the time's right. But this is something that I really think I can actually provide value to my mm -hmm. audience. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So in terms of Instagram, like, I mean, it isn't going anywhere, I don't think, it's at all. It's changing, though. It it's is changing, changing a lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, what are the changes that you're referring to? Just the likes and stuff? or like? Yeah, I think the algorithm is always changing. Likes are always changing. Um, and there is rumors that Facebook wants to merge it with Instagram. Oh, yucky. I know. I deleted my Facebook like two years ago. I know. Facebook isn't a thing anymore. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Facebook's always just going to... Somebody's like shaking their fist. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like, I love Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's always going to change based on how Facebook can make money off of it is the reality of it. Like that's, yeah. that's their bottom line is mm -hmm. how do they get more ad views. Um, I'm sure they are aware that the majority of their users don't like the idea of them merging. So if they do their research and development on that, they, yeah, we'll they should see. do it. They've seemed to have kept a lot of, like they've they've made Instagram better than when they bought it. So yeah. in a lot of ways, um, but it's such a money, like it the is. whole thing is based around Facebook making billions of dollars. Yeah, so. but that's any business. You yeah, can't be course. mad at them for it because it's just like why these platforms exist mm. at the end of the day. So we actually asked you to do a little AMA mm -hmm. on your Instagram, mm -hmm. which yeah. stands for Ask Me Always. Is that really what? That's no. Like, what? <laughs> ask me anything. Holy <laughs> <fool> me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're just, I'm just going to ask you some of the questions that uh, that you gave us that, that weren't spammy. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite season to shoot in? Ooh, fall. It's so easy. Fall. <laughs> I love fall. Why it's, is that? Uh, the, the first time I really shot fall was last 
last year. Mm-hmm. I went to New England, that area for that, which oh, I did again this New year. New England in the fall. It's beautiful. Oh it was insane. I've never seen anything like it. I loved it so it's much. It's like the movies. That's exactly what... It literally felt like a movie. Yeah. Like an all I guess Seattle is folly yeah. too, but it's rainy. A little bit, right? but there's just nothing like the East Coast for fall yeah. colors, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and honestly, it's so weird on Instagram. People love seeing photos of me, like my things that match my hair. Well, yeah, I mean, it I know, just, it's just it like, makes sense. It's yeah. aesthetically pleasing. So I should actually shoot, and I kind of like it anyways, honestly. So I shoot a lot of golds and oranges and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, so embrace perfect. it. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's good. Redhead for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you dye it? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I can't give you away my secret. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. Always had red hair. Yeah. Fall is the best season. I, I'd say that's probably the thing that I miss the most about moving from Nashville oh, to Tennessee here. Oh, Tennessee gets good color too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, and Tennessee, like the South in general, like the food becomes so much better in the fall time. You get like mm-hmm. um, warm apple pie and like yeah, pecan pie, apple cider. Yeah. Um, I grew up like, you know, in the fall, going to friends' houses, doing like giant bonfires and so roasting marshmallows and yeah. riding ATVs in the mud, in the cold with like all ATVs, that stuff. Yeah. Like it's just fun, like living in the South, you know, in yeah. the fall. So, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. Fall's the best, always. But I can go to the ocean. <laughs> hey, you can do that now, all the time, all year. So the next question, what mm-hmm. skills have you learned in the past that helped you become a professional photographer? Oh my gosh. Well, we kind of I feel like on we already it, talked but... about this. Yeah. All the things, you know, doing photo, doing modeling, doing really doing the PR work. It all kind of came together. Shooting film. What was, d- did you learn anything about that? Like exposure, yeah. aperture? I mean, that was. I think it's big, the right? best way to learn, like, really what photography is, yeah. right? Like, how, how does the camera work? Like, mm-hmm. how does light work? Why is light so important? Yeah. You know? All those little things. Just and, take your and, camera yeah. off auto and really understand yeah. how to shoot manual. Exactly. And I was only shooting black and white when mm-hmm. I did film. So nice. you're really focusing on like your composition and your subject and textures and all yeah. those kind of things. Like it has nothing to do with the post-processing. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that really black cool. and white doesn't perform as well on Instagram. It's kind of sad. Right? Because it's oh, like well. you're never going to do a black and white picture on Instagram. Honestly, no. Even but though you can shoot it for yourself. it's a beautiful. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What, how do you deal with that as a photographer? Like do you like take stuff projects? for yourself? Do you save when you go on a trip? Oh do you take photos in landscape and then convert it to black and white? <laughs> and then you're like, I'm gonna save Add this some one. Add some green on it. Yeah, you know, print it on my printer. No, um, I mean, I have a lot of personal projects I really want to get to, but I that is not at all based on for social media or yeah. clients. But do you find honestly, yourself forgetting just, yeah. that you can shoot in landscape? <laughs> oh my gosh, actually not as much because I actually post a lot of landscapes too. Oh really? I just make them sliders. Oh, gotcha. Um, that's smart. But sometimes, yeah, my go-to now is like portrait orientation. I'm like, no, that's not a photographer. Get stop. No, yeah. that's not a thing. Yeah. So you know, just have to remember what you're shooting for. I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's it's all in the yeah. genre of what you're doing. So, yeah. um, I don't see this question there, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you: Do you have a drone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love flying. Which drones. one do you have? Well, I I was switching back and forth because I was working for um, a startup in Seattle called Altel. Like they have a drone. Mm-hmm. Have you tried the Evo? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I think we have one here in the office. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, she's 4K. It's pretty good in a lot of senses, but I um, switched back to DJI. Yeah. And I just finally got the Mavic Pro too. Yeah, it's so nice. I put my first, I had the Mavic Pro for way longer than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I put it through its paces. <laughs> um, so now I just got the Pro 2, which I'm really The Pro about. 2 is amazing yeah, for two so reasons. Good. Number one, the one inch sensor, which is larger and better. Oh, it's a way Hasselblad. Better. 
yeah. the raw files are amazing. So much better. It's like shooting yeah. on a real camera, honestly. Even the colors too. Yeah. I noticed with the first pro, a lot of my reds started to turn really purpley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the pro two is so good. Well, they bought, yeah. uh, they acquired Hasselblad, and they Which is so crazy that they that like, happened. Yeah. In so, general. but oh, and then the other reason why the mm-hmm. Mavic Pro is great mm-hmm. is it's actually one of the most rugged drones ever. I don't know if you've actually really crashed it yet, but yeah. Um, I have a we have a sister company that does uh, a drone YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and they always do like crash tests when the new drone comes out. Oh, that I want that job. That they sounds s- so fun. <laughs> <laughs> they smashed drones. they smashed the Mavic Two Pro into a tree. I think like literally six times. Really, they were going normal speed and. And then faster and then faster and then they went into sport mode went 30 miles an hour hit the tree dead on that's so cool and nothing still nothing happened to it just wow. the, the blades broke that's crazy because my so old drone the gimbal would constantly break mm-hmm. on me so that's really so great. they designed it with that in mind like the okay. the legs kind of fold up they will uh, the the blades will break but other than that but there's then those are easily those replaceable. Re- replaceable yeah, yeah. so anyways um yeah well it's cool do you ever shoot with an iphone is the next question. Honestly, no, which I don't want to say because I want to be like, the best camera is the one you have with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the iPhones now, I mean, take great photos. So yeah. it's fine. I just feel like for what I do, I just never really think to use it. Take a lot of video on it though. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, obviously you use it as a tool for social media with mm-hmm. uh, stories and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. obviously you post through it, you know. Yeah. Do you ever like, on in the field this is not asked i'm just asking you do you mm-hmm. bypass your laptop and edit on your phone never i know i, I mean people love Why is that? mobile and stuff i just i just have my workflow down you know yeah um so it's just never really occurred to me to do it yeah. even like when i'm checking what it's going to look like before i post it i will uh-huh. go back and re-edit it on lightroom if i need to make adjustments oh wow but i have like my computer next to me always gotcha so. I don't, but it's a great to do. I don't know why I don't do that. I should do it. I don't know. No, I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy I mentioned earlier, Drew Photo, he is he doesn't use a laptop or a computer. Is he he only uses iPad? an iPad. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, I haven't uses, tried the iPad Pro though. He uses sure like really a what's called a Affinity Photo or something. Oh. That's what he uses to edit with. Cool. Because it's like thirty bucks flat out, and there's no subscription. And oh, it's nice. Like it's like Photoshop. But well, nice. Good for him. I know, right? Yeah, I used to do PR for... Have you heard of DxO? Yeah, DxO yeah, Mark. Yeah, I used to do PR for them. Wow, yeah. So I used some of their software because I was, like, promoting it. It's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah, You totally. know, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best. Um, there's my Southern accent. <laughs> yeah. So after... Yeah, I mean, after going through some of these AMAs, we yeah. did actually answer most of them already in our interview. So that's yeah, it for the did. AMAs. Yay. But I want to just say this flat out, like, the thing that annoys me about doing this online is you do get a lot of hate sometimes based on the gear or the situations that you're in so it's like oh you're just in front of a beautiful landscape oh you have a really good camera oh blah 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 and i think people want to just like almost discredit the all the work and the effort and the time that you've put into it do you want to speak to that is there anything true about that or well i mean people are gonna say what they want to say right and yeah. there's always gonna be haters um but i think what i kind of come to the conclusion as is if they don't see all the hard work behind it then i kind of did my job right you know mm-hmm. like people are coming to me for inspiration and to see something really cool mm-hmm. um so if they don't have to see the bad parts of me you know, like sleeping in a train station at 3 a.m <laughs> or the fact that i've been shooting almost my entire life like they don't need to know yeah. that because they don't want to know that they just want to see this really cool product so mm-hmm. if i can deliver that then i feel like i'm doing my job yeah so i've kind of just learned to not let it bother me honestly <laughs> yeah people are gonna say what they want what say. do you f- i mean with that topic in mind like how do you feel about that like do you how do you deal with um only showing the best parts um 
I mean, it's tough. I think it depends on where you're, you're putting your content, right? There's days where you post a smiley photo and you're not feeling smiley yeah. inside. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Um, this is my work and then this is my life. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like, like if we're being really honest, social media, I think of it as like an iceberg, right? Like you're mm -hmm. seeing like 10% of someone's life. Well, yeah. in my case, I do a lot of this. So maybe 50%. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're not, people don't want to see everything. Mm -hmm. And I try to be more open. Like I try to talk more on my stories more candidly. Yeah. I also started the blog to be able to write more long form content where I can be more honest about places. Mm -hmm. Um, cause that was the problem I've had too, is like, I'm posting the Philippines or China and I love these places people should go, but I can't like caveat in my caption but like watch out for malaria you know yeah. what i mean like no one wants to see that on instagram so smart i think it's just like That's the platform the blog. you have mm -hmm. um and what people are trying like what they're coming to you there for yeah um so i think i'm still trying to think through how i can provide more real stuff in a way that people actually want to consume and where mm -hmm. they want to consume it i think the context matters a lot like you said and um i think if you look at tv television movies and like older form media mm -hmm. and compare it to now like because social media kind of started as true social media just sharing your life mm -hmm. people kind of think you're supposed to be fully mm -hmm. like i'm eating this for breakfast and i feel like garbage like <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like yeah and now it's it really has become the new media it's become the new television and mm -hmm. movies and whatever like mm -hmm. when i watch jimmy kimmel if he's having a bad day i don't know it like he's performing he's acting yeah and he's reading a script that's written by a bunch of comedy writers like yeah he might not be feeling good that day and i, I shouldn't know that because he's yeah. performing i mean granted people i think want you to be real and yeah i try to be as real as i can yeah um and i feel like people really want to feel like they know you so i think it's really important to really put yourself out there in that way mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day yeah some stuff i do is boring like you don't want to see my computer 14 hours a day like that's not interesting so yeah. you know it is what it is should do a 24-hour live stream oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> have like one viewer be like my mom like <laughs> your mom like, doing great oh, honey good job. Like, yeah oh my god oh <laughs> It's not a bad problem to have a highly supportive mother. Oh, no, absolutely Those are the not. best. Right? <laughs> um, there may be some females who are listening to mm -hmm. this interview and they can relate to you. And they're maybe in a situation where they don't feel um, like they're ready to jump out and do this for themselves or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. what can you say to, to the girls out there that are listening to this that are inspired by what you're doing? And if there's anything that you've learned as a female creator yeah. that you could share to other females? Um. Well, I think the positive part about this industry now is, I mean, yes, it's still mostly male dominated, like a lot of industries are, um, but I think there's so much more room for opportunity than there ever has been because the internet's kind of made it the wild west again. You know, the fact that I've been able to get where I am as a photographer, but really that's because I was able to build a following on Instagram and there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like we all try to shy away from that now. Like, oh, I'm not an influencer. I'm a photographer. But mm -hmm. like, why can't you, what does it matter how you made it to where you yeah. were? Um, you know, five years ago in the commercial photo industry, like I was saying, like you go to the conferences and it's all old white dudes, or mm -hmm. I try to get my foot in the door at a production agency, but I didn't do enough unpaid internships getting uh -huh. coffee. So I'm not qualified for, you know, this minimum wage job in it. So I found the industry to be really hard until I found this new route mm -hmm. with social media. That was my door in. And I think what's cool about that is it doesn't matter who you are, or where you come from, mm -hmm. whether, you know, no matter what it is about you, um, even if you're a female, whatever it is, um, so I think now's a really cool time to just jump in because you can do whatever you want. Like yeah. you just post it on the internet. <clears throat> no one's telling you what you can or can't do anymore. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. And both of the guys and girls that you've worked with in mm -hmm. the in this world have been nothing but supportive and uh, oh, encouraging. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And companies have been really great. I yeah, 
I haven't had anything bad to say. That's I awesome. think the only tough thing is girls tend to have more pressure to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love doing that already because that's where I come from. Yeah. But I do see like you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's more expected of you. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's what performs better, honestly, on social media. So that's the tough one still. Yeah. And I think the more you're on camera, the more people think that they can just take away like your experiences, you know, like, oh, she's just yeah. a model. Like, oh, someone who takes your photos for you? That's my favorite question. Yeah. Who takes your photos? I'm like, what does it matter? You think yeah. they'll take photos? So yeah. there's that side of it. But overall, um, there's so much room for everything right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of room for I think females in the industry than there ever has been. Because you're like you're yeah. somebody might be holding the camera for you, but you're directing it. Yeah, and but yeah. sometimes it is a collaboration. Like that's the problem is there's so many gray areas, right? Like yeah, you know I never want to take away from the people I work with because I feel like creative ideas are better with more than one person. I agree. So it's not like oh it's all just me, but I think it's when you see a girl on camera and you just assume that they're not doing anything that they don't have their creative point of view versus. Honestly, I know guys that post themselves and people are like, oh, like, you're so cool, bro. Like, what a legend. Like, great concept. But when it's a girl, they're like, who took this photo? Yeah. Like, there's just that difference in mindset, I think, with guys and girls. It needs girls to change. Still. Yeah. We're yeah. Working on it. And I think it's not just the photo industry. I think it's just cultural. But mm-hmm. but it's something I hope will change. And why I think I try to constantly put myself out there is, hey, I can do both. And, like, I have both experiences. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It doesn't take away from one or the other. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Kelsey Johnson, she went from... Uh, high school photographer in the dark room to a model to working at a PR agency to then running an influencer marketing campaign to then quitting your job and going head first into the influencer world, which we're not shying away from calling it. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> crushing it, traveling yeah. the world. Um, I mean, what is it? How does it make you feel to like hear your all your story like said like that in a nutshell? It's kind of cool, right? It's cool. It's really cool. It's not often that I get to, I feel like, talk about the whole, like, Mm -hmm. everything that got me to where I am. So it's it's really cool to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you have real supportive family as well. Yeah. And And friends. Everyone mm -hmm. has been really just on board. So it's really cool. And um, is there anything that you would like to leave for our audience today, like, in terms of inspiration? Like, how can somebody who's just starting out be inspired to be doing what what you're doing? Yeah. I had um, a manager at a PR firm actually tell me this, and it's something I've thought about a lot, and I think it translates to anything you want to do, even if it's not this specifically. Um, He said, at the end of the day, honestly, the people that are the most successful are the people that just didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And I think in everything you do, it gets hard and you want to quit. Mm-hmm. And so many people quit. So many people are not just going to actually like make sacrifices and grind, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's honestly why I'm here too. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just do this every day until I get it right mm-hmm. and I can do it. So I think whatever you want to do, just keep going. Even through the bad yeah. days, like bad weeks, just do it. Just don't give up. And this is like, I say this a lot, but it's a long-term career. Like mm-hmm. you've, I mean, I can't believe it. You've only been doing it on Instagram for a year and a yeah. half, like full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, imagine in 30 years from now, first off, what the heck is Instagram going to be in 30 yeah, years? But like doing something creative that you truly love and enjoy is, I think, a lifelong career journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and even if you don't know where it's going to be in five years, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know all the things that I was going to do would lead me to this. You don't yeah. know. Like that experience is always going to help you in life. So. Exactly. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think a lot of people who maybe have a job that they have to take to, to pay their bills, maybe mm-hmm. they have a family, um, 
just be patient. Like this is, it doesn't have to happen instantaneously. No, it's never um, overnight. It's never People overnight. Like everyone got discovered and blew up overnight. It's not the truth. Yeah. Been even shooting since I was 10. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. everyone has been working hard for even a Even that, time. like you, you hear what a year and a half you've been doing this and mm -hmm. here you are, but that's all like those said, years of background that's like the, work. The iceberg yeah. metaphor works for that too. Yeah. Like you've got all these years of, especially yeah. the PR stuff is mm -hmm. huge. The modeling, the yeah. photography, it just all applies to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just amazing. Keep going. Keep, going, keep yeah, crushing that's it. it. Um, and definitely everybody go follow uh, Kelsey on her blog or her Instagram and stay tuned for the awesome workshop that will be coming soon. Do you have a name for it? Oh, yeah, you already uh, told me. Yeah. Yeah, live your dream. Live your dream. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Lost my mind for a second, but then <laughs> I was like, wait, there's, an, there's a name for it. Yeah. So, yeah, go everybody watch out for it. Live your dream on Kelsey's platforms. I know I'm definitely going to pick that up for myself. Awesome. So, Great. First customer. <laughs> heck, yeah. Sold. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Kelsey, for coming on the Golden Hour Podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you around. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Heck, yeah. Cool. Hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Kelsey. It was a real pleasure meeting her and getting to know her work and what she's done with her life and her career. I would definitely urge you guys to be on the lookout for Kelsey's workshop. Make sure to follow her on Instagram at heykelseyj. And that's where you can find out all the information that you wanna find out about the course. You can also find out more information and read her blogs at adventureginger.com. Amazing URL. I know you guys are having a blast gearing up for the holiday season. It's a lot of fun kind of getting in that exciting moment. We are not going to be stopping. We're going to be pumping out some incredible interviews throughout the rest of the month. We're not taking a break because we actually recorded a bunch of episodes earlier in this month. So we'll be able to trickle that out, remain consistent. So as you're having arguments and bickerings with your family members, you can turn on the Golden Hour podcast and have a little escape for at least an hour. Give me a follow on Instagram at DaveMays underscore and shoot me a DM and say, hey, I love the podcast. It would really mean a lot to me. And I'd love to get to know your feedback if you have any for the show. We're trying to make it better and better each episode. I'm certainly learning a lot. Been doing this now for a solid year, which is kind of insane that we've been doing this for already a year now. So let me know your feedback. Let me know your thoughts on Instagram at Dave Mays underscore. Please be honest and just let me know exactly what you want to see. Any other guests that you want us to maybe reach out to and see if they'd be open to it. And honestly, if you guys post on Twitter or Instagram, at other people that you want them to be on the show, maybe they'd actually consider it. So say, hey, at blank, maybe you should check out the Golden Hour podcast. Would love to see you interviewed there. Those types of things actually really help get us more guests on the show. So that would actually be pretty cool if you want to see someone in particular, call them out on social media and tell them, hey, you should be on the Golden Hour podcast. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, once again, I'm Dave Mace here in the Polar Pro studio. Feliz Navidad.